At number 46 on the iconic 100 list is the 1966 Tops Bobby Orr rookie card. And here to talk with us about this card today is Jeremy Lee from Sports Cards Live. Jeremy, this is the first hockey card that we've seen in a while on the list. And frankly, I think that where it showed up at 46 is, is pretty strong. How do you feel about it? Is it, is it, you think this one's still too low as a hockey guy? Yeah, I'm going to say, I do think it's a little bit low. This is, okay. this is known by many to be one of, if not the most important hockey card in history. Okay. Uh, Bobby Orr revolutionized the game. Um, you know, he was a defenseman who led the league in scoring you, we haven't seen that since then. We we may never see it again. He's he's known as by many as the best player of all time. You know, people who are a generation ahead of us, Adam, consider him to be the best of all time, not Wayne Gretzky. I always say it's Wayne Gretzky, but I never saw Bobby or play myself. So I, I will respect what uh, what those who came before me do believe. And and for that reason, I think that you know, it is a little bit low. I could have seen this being a top 25 card, top 40 card of all time, or as far as this iconic list goes. Um, and, you know, it, it's a beautiful card. You've got Bob Yor in this wood grain television screen, uh, you know, design. It, it's, it, it's, you know, with just his head there, easily recognizable. So yeah, I'm a little surprised that it came in at 46. Listen, I'm happy as far as hockey goes that it's in the top 50. I think that's a win for hockey, but I would have ranked it higher. Yeah, you did rank it higher. I, I actually ranked it higher too. I had it, I had it at 41. Um, some of the other hockey cards that we've covered, we felt like they didn't get the representation that they deserve. But let me let me just share with you the last few cards that have come off the list just to just to sort of highlight how many great cards there are in, in the competition and how, how stiff it is. So, so 47 was the Ricky Henderson rookie. 48 was the Jerry West rookie. 49 is the 1916 Sporting News Babe Ruth. 50 was the Tiger Woods upper deck card. I mean, these are, we're, we're getting to the point in the list and the countdown at this point where everybody's mad. Nobody's happy. And it's because like, it just turns out there's a lot of really iconic and important cards out there that, are really hard to rank against each other. And so, you know, tomorrow we're going to list card number 45 and, and there's going to be fans that are going to be irritated about that because it's just, it's just tough to rank, you know, the all-time great cards. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not irritated. I, I recognize that uh, <laughs> number one, you know, hockey's my number one sport as a fan, my number one sport as a collector. So of course I'm biased towards this card. It's I remember Adam, I remember being young. Like I'm talking in my mid teens, Going in, you know, growing up in, in Winnipeg in Canada, going into the LCS. And if there was ever a Bobby Orr rookie card on the shelf at the store, that was like newsworthy. You know, the card was, it would sit behind the counter on a shelf on display in one of those big brick Lucite holders. It was special. You never saw these. Times have changed now. You can find this card any day you want, really, you know, on the PWCC marketplace or on other platforms. So it's not as, as um, elusive as it once was, but this card is, it's, it has legendary status. Yeah. It's, a, it's a true grail for many collectors. I said that, I believe, earlier when we were talking about the, the 51 Parkers, Gordie Howe. This is up there. This is, it's on the Mount Rushmore of hockey cards. It's a top four card as far as that, that list goes. So, you know, the fact that it's at, uh, what number did you say? 40, 40 48? 
It's at number 46. 46. The fact yeah. that it's even at 46. Yeah. And those other cards you met, Jerry West is an important card. Uh, the Ricky Henderson, one of my favorite baseball cards of all time. I love yeah. that card. Um, I'm glad to see that it's, that it's in the top 50. That is a win. I'd be curious to know what you're going to talk about tomorrow and the next day, what cards that it didn't beat and see how I feel about those, about that. Yeah, I think, I think you will be interested. There, there are a couple of them where I sort of kind of wonder, you know, if it should have been higher again, I had it at 41, I had a little bit higher, but, but these things are so fluid They're It's difficult to figure out when you first look at them, whether a card should be at 20 or it should be at 30 or 35. But the thing about this Bobby Orr card is even if you're not a hockey guy, I'm not a hockey guy. I saw that card on the 215 and I immediately went, that has to be up there. It has to be. It's, it's one of a very few number of hockey cards that are just so clearly, you know, up there. I know, I believe you have a, a copy of this card. What I'd love to do is I'd love to hear, you know, how you, how you think about like what the right way is to, to look at buying this card, you know, what things you ought, you ought to be look at if you're looking at, if you're buying a higher grade copy and, and maybe some of the issues that plague the card. Yeah, sure. So the one thing, you know, and here's, here's, I have, I have a, a handful of copies of this card. I'm a big believer in it. Uh, this, the, the centering left to right is something to really pay attention to, especially down this edge here. You'll often see a, a sl and this card has it. This is a high grade copy. You'll all often see a thin slice of the next card mm. coming down here. So such that the wood grain doesn't match up anymore. And it's, you know, you can't really, well, there you can sort of see that little thin, thin edge coming down uh, this side here. So watch for that. You know, it doesn't bother me too much, especially since my card has it. But if you can find a copy that doesn't have that, you're going to be kind of ahead of the game. I would, so that's one thing I'd caution. Also just the overall, like any card from, from 1966, the mid sixties, just pay attention to your edges, your corners. You know, you often find some some scuffs or some uh, faded areas of the card. So look for that. But outside of the normal corners, edges, um, surface blemishes, centering to me on this card is it, it's important as far as uh, especially with the horizontal nature of it. Isn't there a baseball set made by Bowman that also did the TV sort of look? Is that is it a TV look or is it just a wood bordered look? It, it's a very similar set. I think it, I, I'm sure the people who know will laugh if I get this wrong, but I think it might be 56 Bowman. Yeah, I one think. Of those guys. And the, the Mickey Mantle is a very famous card from that set along with the set itself. So, you know, I don't know if, if this design, was if, if Topps kind of took that design uh, from, from Bowman at the time or what it was, or was that even a, a Topps card? I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> But in any event, um, it's a, this is a really, I, I love, I love how his head, you just got his head, you know, his just above his shoulders there really centered within the overall, the overall uh, TV center uh, of the card. It, it's a wonderful card, extremely important. And like I said before, it's, it's a true grail of a card for, for hockey hall of fame collectors and really any hall of fame, uh, any collector of hall of fame rookies by of, of all sports as well. We didn't prepare for this, so I hope I hope I'm not putting you on the spot too much. But how does its population and how rare it is sort of compare to some of the other iconic cards on the list? So I believe, and of course, you know, this copy that I'm showing here, this is a PSA eight. I at the last I checked, I think the population of the eight was like 42 or 43. Oh, wow. Okay. I believe there's 
one or two 8.5s and I believe there's one PSA nine, oh, nothing, wow. no 10. So I've always said when I've, you know, shown it to a friend or talked about it, this is one of the top, you know, 45 copies in the world. And uh, that, that likely still holds true. Maybe it's 46 or 47 by now. Uh, you know, as far as being graded and slabbed by by PSA, I don't know the total population. But of course, I Adam, I always look at a cards population, uh, you need to know what the what the the hard number is yeah. like that, you know, and you know, obviously, we know the cards get broken and resubmitted. So even at if there's 42 PSA eights on the PSA population report, there's likely a couple less than that, because some were probably broken out That's and right. tried to get a higher grade. So but uh, I always like to look at the total pop and then calculate the population percentile. And, you know, if this is, you know, a top 5%, then it's pretty uh, exclusive territory. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I do the exact same thing when I look at, when I look at like a whole population, it's interesting that there's only, you know, a very few higher than a nine um, or sorry, higher than an eight. How long has it been since we've seen, one of those nines at open auction. Do you remember even when oh, we saw that last? I don't remember. I don't know. Okay. Well, that, that would be quite the event to see, to see one of those go up at open auction. It'd be really cool to see that at some point. Okay. Well, again, that is card number 46 on the iconic 100 list, the 1966 tops, Bobby Orr. Thank you as always to Jeremy for walking us through, through this card. I'll be back tomorrow with another guest and we'll hit the top 45. And until tomorrow, happy collecting.